Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's gonna throw! Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! <laughs> Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, there's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison, beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. everybody oh hey happy tuesday to you january 24th 2023 we got one week left in january i guess maybe we have one more tuesday besides today in january but the end of the month the first month of the year rapidly approaching it's a game day edition of kentucky roll call here on big x sports radio 96.1 fm 1450 a.m TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen on your Tuesday. The Cats on the road in Nashville tonight taking on Vanderbilt. It's a late one, so if you're waking up with us this morning, you still have 14 hours till tip-off. But we'll get through it. We'll get through it together. Uh, Text on into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. And do not forget to pop in a Thornton's today. It's chilly. It's cold. There's snow coming tonight, tomorrow morning, so you need to get your milk and bread. You can get all that stuff out of Thornton's and plenty of other goodies as well. If you're not a Refresher Rewards member, to get you to sign up, they're going to get you a free breakfast and drink, courtesy on the house. You don't have to pay a dime if you're new. If you're not new, if you've been a Refreshing Rewards member for a while, you know all about the good deals that they've been going, they have going on each and every day. Buy one, get one, two, buy two, get one free, whatever it may be. Thornton's rocks, and we love them. They love us, and we love the Thornton's text line. Get the text in, 502-414-1450. A ton of text between the end of the Mike Rutherford show and this morning from KRC listeners. Uh, that We do always get a few between 6 and 7 a.m., so that 13-hour window, but a lot last night. So shout-out to the podcast listeners. You can get KRC wherever you get your podcast. We love you as well, and you all love us. Rosh, how are you doing? Uh, I'm a little a little tired. Uh, yeah, you've been up since 3 a.m.? Yeah, yeah. It's one of those nights with the babies, huh? Yeah, and it was like once he woke up, and then I couldn't go back to sleep, and then he was up again, and then, you know, it just back and forth, and then finally around 5, it's 5, 5.30. I'm like, all right, I'm up. Let's get up. Let's get going. Let's get rolling. So, um, we're yeah. Rolling. More like it. We're, we're doing this. We're, we're, we're doing it live. We, sh- we certainly so big, are. Big, 
Hang Coffee in there. You're gonna get a, you're gonna get a nap in at least today. Uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's that'll be necessary. huge. Then you'll be, you'll be right back to normal. Yeah, and yeah, that gives yeah. you something to look forward to. Uh, Mr. Napman himself, Scooter Dingus. How are you, Justin? I'm good. I'm looking forward to a nap today. Pretty excited about that. But I'm not tired. I'm good. I got plenty of sleep last night. Went to bed early thanks to virtually no sports on other than that Kansas game. But well, uh, that was a big game, top 25 matchup. Wasn't great though. It, it, was, it, it, it was. I mean, it, it was okay, but it didn't it didn't grasp my attention like I was hoping it would. And then the Duke Virginia Tech game came that down was to good. the wire. Yeah, that, that was, was exciting. Oh, we got to talk about that. Did you see it? So, I, I did not see this, but I was just keeping up along in a group chat and they were like, "He punched him in the throat. How is that not a foul?" Great job by the officials not calling a foul there. Virginia Tech who had not secured a win in 2023, uh, good company there with Louisville, They seven-game losing streak, they knocked off Duke, and Duke just remains. Kentucky has gotten a lot of attention for their struggles this year, UNC included, but Duke needs to be talked about just as much as those two teams, if not even more so. They did have the number one recruiting class. I would always hear it when Kentucky would, and they would struggle a little bit, but Duke does. And uh, wait, waiting for Dana O'Neill and Jeff Goodman to get those Shire hot takes out and about anonymous coaches, see what they have to say about John Shire's antiquated offense. So Virginia Tech scores with like uh, four seconds left or something. No, no, no. They scored with like 13 seconds left to go up two. And after the guy on Virginia Tech, it was a really nice play. It was so much motion and moving around, and eventually it led to a pretty clean look from like, eight feet and the guy knocked down the jump shot and in celebrating he turned around and did a fist pump but fist pumped right into Flipikowski's throat <laughs> and the uh. Duke player the freshman who's re- he is one of the he is really good everybody thought Lively was going to be their star he has kind of stunk but Flipikowski has been really good he is noticeably in pain and even drops to the floor holding his throat which we've all been hit in the throat, right? It's one of the worst places to get hit. What, nose and throat right up there? Yeah. Nose is like an instant crier. Under you're, under you're, region. You're, yeah, that's up there too. I would say if you fall on your tailbone, it kind of takes your breath away too. There's a – like you just kind of gasp. Yeah. That, that, but, I'd uh, probably have that behind the other ones that we've mentioned. That's though. true. But that's true. none yeah. of them fun, we can all admit. But getting hit in the throat, it's just such a – Terrible feeling for a moment. You're like, am I dying? Can I even breathe? Like, I certainly can't talk, but can I even breathe? And he's in noticeable pain, and they go to review it because it's college basketball, and they'll review if somebody's got their shoes untied, and they go over to the monitor, and they this is a tough spot for the officials. There is contact between opposing players and contact that injured a player. Now, he was able to finish. He was able to be out on the floor for the final plays, and... They they ruled it. Hey, it was incidental. He wasn't trying to hurt him. He was celebrating. Wrong place, wrong time. But does that matter though? That's what everybody was wondering. I mean, Antonio Reeves incidentally hit the one dude and got a flagrant, right? He did. Yeah, he did. So I don't I don't know what the rule book actually says on a celebratory punch to the throat. I'm not sure if the NCAA covers that. Maybe it's bullet point 3.2B. I'm not sure. But it happened. And I and, it, and to me, I'm not just saying this because Duke lost, and I love, 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 love when Duke loses. 
I was so happy they did not call a flagrant. The dude was not trying to hurt anybody. He was celebrating. I think if you wanted to be a Virginia Tech homer and make the take, he has as much room to fist flip a couch, get your throat out of the way. Yeah, get out of the way, stupid throat. I mean, he's got a real long throat, too. He, he's got as much... Long neck. He's got as much uh, entitlement to his fist-pumping space. But Flipikowski got punched. I, I was just—I ha- don't know what the rule says. Maybe somebody in the Thornton's text line can can enlighten us. But I was happy they didn't call it. It wasn't intentional. Well, it wasn't he egregious. Like, he immediately like tries to stop. He but does. He's, he it's he can't. And I just don't think it'd be fair to say, "Hey, Virginia Tech." Similar to like, I go back to this probably once a day in my life. I, I cannot get it out of my brain. Similar to the Isaac Humphrey's spiked ball. Like, it was so ridiculous yeah. UK lost the basketball game because that guy was not trying to show up anybody, wasn't trying to like, you know, he got emotional, tried to spike the ball, kind of slipped through his hands and went a little higher than it should have. You shouldn't lose a game because of that. Right. And Virginia Tech shouldn't have had their win taken away true. because a dude accidentally fist bumped a guy in the throat unintentionally. So I was happy they didn't call it. Duke fans were livid, and they were saying, if the shoe was on the other foot, you bet they are going to call it, as if Duke doesn't get every freaking call at Cameron Indoor. But neither here nor there. It was a tricky play. What do you all think? Do you Now that you've kind of heard the situation, Duke went down, missed a three pretty badly, but it was a clean look. That would have given them the lead. They fouled Virginia Tech with three seconds left, four seconds left. Virginia went one. At, Virginia Tech went one or two from the line, and Duke was going to get four seconds to just need a three pointer, which is plenty of time to get down the court and, and hoist up a shot anywhere from really thirty feet within. And they instantly just turned it over, threw it right to a Virginia Tech player who just ran out the clock with the ball. So that ended the game. But what do you think? Do you think the refs made the right call after hearing the situation, or do you think just? Uh, as unfortunate as it would have been for Virginia Tech, you needed to call the flagrant. I think if we've seen situations in the past, like Roush brought up with Reeves, whether it's intentional or not, you hit somebody in the neck throat area, it should be a foul or a flagrant. Okay. So you, you, you're a lot of people have that take. Yeah, a lot of people I, have that I'm, take. I'm shocked that they didn't call anything. Yeah. I, I, I'm, you're shocked, though, but do you think they should have? I'm glad they didn't, but I'm – yeah. Uh, like I kind I kind of agree with that. I am surprised when they went to the monitor. I was like, "Well, Virginia Tech's their hose." I mean, like you, because anything like above the shoulder, it's just an automatic call. I can't, I can't believe that they didn't call anything. I mean, the one yeah, thing that, that yeah, we complain right. about with officials is their inconsistency. So, if anything, we <laughs> need more review too. Yeah. Like you know, like it wasn't, and that's the, and it didn't go. The call didn't go for Duke. I mean, this is the most shocking. Like <laughs> it's shocking. pretty wild revelation. Yeah. But I was happy. Uh, it worked out for Virginia Tech, and uh, everybody loves it when Duke loses. You can go to diddukelose.com. Always a good time. Let's see what it says this morning. Internet here moving a little or slow. Or it's diddukewin.com. Oh, diddukewin.com. Yeah, yeah. Diddukelose.com is a very uh, – I, I don't know if it's Chinese. I'm not sure if it's Japanese. But it's a bunch sure of uh, Korean. stuff you haven't – um, did Duke win.com? Oh, no, they lost. They lost. Yeah, they big did. old fat. Which, so here's the thing. I was really curious um, because Duke has been pretty bad. It's like, who's, who's Duke beat this year? <laughs> Virginia Tech, Wake Forest, Clemson, and NC State were all losses, They but they were all quad one losses just because 
This quad system, the more I've dug into it this year, what, what, I, I know we did this before, but the more I dig into it, I'm like, these teams all suck. Like, how are they? I, I don't I don't understand how. Like, Duke has three quad one wins. They have more than, um, they obviously have more than Kentucky. Kentucky only has one. But then there was another team. Arkansas only has two. Uh, and I thought Arkansas had played a pretty damn good schedule up to this point and won, beat some good teams. But apparently the ACC is still very good. The one thing that I, I will give it. sucks. Them, it sucks. It's terrible. Oh, yeah. I'm, I've met that sarcastically. They did have wins over uh, Xavier on a neutral court and then uh, Almighty Ohio State, who they're, they've been great this year. They're currently projected on the outside of the tournament. But that's quad one win. I think our boy Shelby Mast moved Duke up after last night's loss somehow. He's got him as a sixth seed. They, I, don't, I, I, I really don't know how you could have Duke as a six seed and then have Kentucky as one of your last teams in, which is currently what Shelby Mass has. And we're, we'll have him on starting in February. It's still a little too early for me to be getting all worked up over brackets as I just get a little worked up over brackets. But uh, the other big game last... Hey, could, oh, go ahead. Kentucky moved up one spot in the net rankings, so. though. Woo! I'm, I'm trying to get better at this. At? Uh, 38th. It's an okay spot to be at. If, but I found if, this you cool. Keep, you keep winning. You keep playing well. This website can... has all the quads laid out for me, so I'm paying Ooh, much more attention. Why don't you share I'm going to share blast, that. Buddy. I'll share that with you. I'll put it on the KRC Facebook page. It's very easy to navigate. What is it to our radio listening uh, audience? Bracketologists. That's bracketologists with an S dot com. And then you can just click on teams and then go to uh, Kentucky Duke, whoever you want. And it's just a quick way to they got it sorted by conference. It's a, it's, it's nice, easy, organized. Help you make your takes. Um, because tonight is a quad two game at Vandy. So I guess that, that should probably tell you enough, right? Basically any conference road games, at least quad two. Yeah, except for probably South Carolina. Yeah. Bums. Bums. See, and that, yeah, and God, that loss. Whew, that loss. That was a bad one. That was a bad one. But the Cats, not worried about it. Going down to Vandy. No Liam Robbins tonight. Yeah, Did, I've seen everybody like he's been out multiple games now, folks. Come on, yeah, we told you we he, told you that a couple weeks ago. Yeah, he got uh, he got hurt. I think last Tuesday in their last Tuesday game or yeah, something like maybe that. Maybe a week ago, but but yeah, still though, he, yeah, he he is not going to play. It's a big deal, but they're still playing teams tough even without him. Uh, it, it's still I think the line opened up at what three. Three. I haven't checked it this morning. Scooch yeah. zero to nine line spread was on the money again. You did it, Scooch. You Thanks. did it. <laughs> Woo! But it's moving up. It's going in Kentucky's direction. Uh, but it's even without Robbins, this is still a tough game for Kentucky. I think you can make a case like if Kentucky's as good as we think they are, it shouldn't be a tough game. Well, we don't know really just how good this Kentucky team is. They still struggled with Georgia for a half. Uh, it was back and forth with Texas A&M until the final 12 minutes or so, uh, and the Tennessee win was great. You can't really complain about that one, but it's going to be it's going to be a tough game tonight for Kentucky at Vanderbilt, and um, we're going to talk a lot about it on today's KRC. Yeah, yeah, I. It might be contrary to wins and losses, but I, I just think Jerry Stackhouse is a good coach. He hasn't had a lot of talent there. Um, was he the one that got Garland, or was that Bryce Drew that got Garland? And Garland got hurt. Either way. Um, no, it was uh, – oh, that's a good question. No, Garland was Drew. Yeah. But he did have – he had Simi Chateau and somebody else. Like, he had some really good Pippen, talent. Pippen Jr. Yeah, Pippen Jr. Like such a thorn in everybody's side. But I always felt like Stackhouse got them playing better than what their roster was. I agree. And hanging in games. And they run some They always play pretty good tough stuff. Don't get blown out a ton. Right, right. So, um, in this game, I know – 
Kentucky has a couple of I, I was looking at the record. So Kentucky Cal is twenty four and four versus Vandy in his career. I believe that includes a couple of games at Memphis. Um uh, and they've won fourteen straight. But doesn't it feel like this game is always a lot like, oh yeah, like it's like I, I, I was teeth. looking at the record yesterday, and I think there's only been like maybe two big Kentucky blowouts during this stretch. UK's lost to Vanderbilt just one time since that SEC tournament loss in 2013. It was back to back SEC tournament losses to Vandy. The national champion Kentucky team lost in 12, and then the Kevin Stallings 13 team sent UK to the NIT, where UK needed to have a couple wins in the SEC tournament to maybe knock on the door of the NCAA tournament. They came out and just laid a stinker of a stinker in the quarterfinals against Vanderbilt, and that gave them a one-way ticket to the NIT. Since that game in 13, 10 years ago, almost 10 years ago, they've lost just one time to Vanderbilt, and that was in 2016. Kevin Stallings was so 16-1 in that stretch. And before Cal took over at UK, Kentucky had been 4-7 and seven in their last 11 against Vandy. Uh, the a- I call them the A.J. Ogilvie years. Oh, yeah. Dark yeah. time for Kentucky basketball. Ogilvie, and then who was and the seven. other? They had another Aussie, too, that was really good. Number four, shooter. Oh, gosh, this is going to kill me. Oh. Because that, that year they were um, like a four seed. Yeah. They've had some solid teams, but it's been complete domination. But you're right that some of the games, especially with Stackhouse, have been close or they've been ugly. You can go back to last year's SEC tournament game, which was unfortunately for UK's their last win of the of the season. But that one was a grinded out, just kind of frustrating game, if you all can remember back then. Uh, but it's been domination for UK, at least in the wins-loss categories, and you hope to build on that tonight. We'll see. It's an important one for Kentucky. Uh, we'll talk a lot more about that game on today's KRC, and we'll talk more about Vanderbilt. Did you all? John shoot? Jenkins. Gosh. Oh, he wasn't. Killed. He wasn't an Aussie, was he? Yeah, because they, they were. They were. It was back to back. You sure? Yeah. He was the great shooter. Yeah, really good shooter. And Festus Azili was on those teams. I would have yeah. never guessed he, him. He is not Australian. What? I thought he was an Aussie. No, he's American. Maybe that's what you mean. Well, he was Australian. From Hendersonville, Tennessee. Uh, there's a heavy Australian population in Hendersonville, Tennessee. I'm not so sure he's ever even been to Australia. Oh, he's probably was their best basketball player. I would have definitely told you John Jenkins if you were like that other really good player that they had. Well, I mean, that's what I meant, but I thought I I just... So you said Australian, I was like, yeah, I'm not so sure. Hmm. But he also was there. I mean, John Jenkins was on that team that beat the national championship team. Yeah. That was him and Festus Azili. Right, and, right. They uh, were they were solid, but oh, they, they were really good. And they got they got upset in the second round or something. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Shocker. Kevin Stallings coming up a little bit short. So <laughs> we know Scoots didn't stay up for the Kansas game. I did not either, but I did wake up at two AM and watch the detail highlights, so I felt like I did watch You're it. You're a madman. Hey, if you're up who and you wakes fall it? back asleep. <laughs> who wakes up at 2 a.m.? Oh, let me check out basketball Watch highlights. the I mean, I, six I, minute I, highlight package on I, YouTube. I admittedly did wake up. Like when I, part of my waking up was checking the, the box score and stuff. Uh, it was good. It was And Baylor just kind of jumped on them early, was hitting a bunch of shots. And I don't know what they were up at halftime or what, but they were they were up. And then Kansas, the first four minute stretch of the second half, stormed back and took the lead. And when I was watching the highlights, all of it was new to me. So it was like I was watching in real time. I was like, oh, well, Kansas, that's all they needed. They're probably going to be fine. Baylor just refu- they hit so many shots and ended up pulling away, getting a win. 
That's two straight for Kansas. Bill, I'm so mad. I was Bill Self has never lost three straight games since he's been the head coach for well, the Jayhawks. I was on last night. I was on Baylor minus two and a half. I was pretty pumped waking up this morning, saw the score, then realized I had it in a parlay. Oh, that lost. Oh, yeah. So that's his first three game losing streak. I think they've only lost twice in a row. No, they lost TCU uh, on Tuesday, Baylor. Kansas State, TCU. And then Baylor. They lost back-to-back Oh, games. they have. So yeah. I guess that is his first yeah. one. Maybe, first they, maybe they've never lost four straight. The big thing with uh, Kansas is they only play six players. Like one, yeah. Uh, six okay. guys played 30-plus minutes last night, or 28. And then, 30, and then Yusifu came off the bench with 14. Here's the stat. Yusifu, from, Here's the stat from the sack pack. Kansas following three straight losses under Bill Self, have, he's never lost a four straight. Okay. So he has lost three straight three different times, 2005, 2013, and 2021. They have won their next game, all of them, but all of them were at home. So you'll be looking to make some history on Saturday It's a little different, night. yeah. And then in this streak, uh, you know, that, that, that blowout at home was the only – that's weird saying that their blowout at home was their worst loss. 26-point loss to K-State. Um, TCU. Gosh, TCU. It's Big 12 teams. Purple. purple. Then, yeah, yeah. Um, it happens. I was uh, – the guy that was their leading rebounder last night is a guard. McCuller. <laughs> like, didn't it feel like Oscar could just, like, do whatever the hell he wants against this Kansas team. They, I mean, as a bouquet, like I, I'm so used to having guys McCormick, like that. Yeah, yeah. as a bouquet, McCormick, even going back to, um, um, oh gosh, the big guy, the, uh, Thomas um, Bryant. Now he played for IU. No, uh, <laughs> gosh, in the na- national championship game year, his big guy, number four, Thomas oh, Robinson. With the. Thomas. With the and Robinson. Yeah, Thomas yeah. Robinson. Like that, I mean, I feel like Bill Self's always got. At least one or two just rock solid dudes in the middle, and they just don't have that this year. No, uh, they still have some athletic. Like the other thing I think is a staple Bill Cell team is some like lengthy athletic wings that uh, you would just drool over, right? Like a DeAndre Liggins type. You know, they had Garrett Wilson there for seemingly forever. Just plays good defense, can knock down threes. Uh, Wilson is kind of that guy for them this year. So I, I ain't scared. So go out, get the freaking win tonight. Get the win tonight, and Saturday is going to be a really cool moment for UK basketball, at least uh, for Rupp Arena and a big opportunity for them as well. But I totally agree with you. I just go ahead and say right now, go take the over in the in the UK Kansas game, whatever it'll be, because UK is going to have some trouble guarding their guards, especially Grady Dick, a good player. But as Roush mentioned, they won't have really anything to match inside. They gave up 17 offensive rebounds last night to Baylor. Oscar might get 17 offensive rebounds himself. He he could. I mean, he really, really could. But you know Self is going to probably focus his game plan around him. That's what he did last year, and they even had more size last year. Uh, Especially this year, they don't have as much size. So they'll focus their game plan around slowing down Oscar, and it could be similar to the A&M game where shooters – Knock down your shots, and it could be a really, really fun evening at Rupp Arena. But before we can get to that, UK does yep. take on Vanderbilt. They got the Commodores, mm-hmm. 9 p.m. tonight. I, um, In my uh, social media last night, I did enjoy seeing that there was an Instagram live with basketball players at around, I don't know. Yeah, this was funny. It was what, like 11 p.m. or something like that? I think it was just around 11 p.m. And, you know, you had some recruits sliding in and talking and chatting with them. They were down in Nashville at the hotel getting ready for the game, just – Doing what they do on Instagram Live. And then uh, Tyler Ulyss in the chat. 
Ready to put them phones up? <laughs> if you haven't been keeping up with that, over this winning streak, Calipari has been taking the players' phones at night, and uh, they, as of at least Saturday, Friday yeah. night, they slept in a hotel. So Cal's kind of changing up. At least up. for the home games, yeah, and doing the shoot-around at Rupp Arena. Which He's changing up his routine a little bit, but I've, taking the phones has been something that's gotten some, some news. I, I guess I'm just used to it with football. Because football team, they always stay together at a hotel the night before, home or away. I think it does make a little bit more sense for football because that's like 80 people you need to keep tabs on, where for basketball it's like 12. So and they all are staying in the man- same dorm yeah, anyway. Yeah, student managers be like, hey, just make sure nobody leaves here. And if they yeah. do, call us. Where if you had 80 different football players, like they'd be going to parties. Some of them would be going to parties the yeah. night before. Yeah. So, But Cal switching it up and instead getting his team – uh, and I think they're, he's even forcing them to room together with some people. Yeah, so yeah. it's got like a very '90s road trip feel to it for some basketball. Which I, I teams. mean, like that's all. That's part of the the fun of mm-hmm. being on a team is those bonding experiences. I I love that Lexington Catholic Christmas tournament um, because we just got to stay at the Hyatt. It's cool to stay in the Hyatt yeah, downtown awesome. with your basketball team. <laughs> it's, just, it's just cool. Speaking of fun, do you think Cal does the thing where he takes each player's phone and takes a bunch of selfies, making funny faces? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so when they open up their photos. I, I would like to just see. Like Lando and Tigua sticking his tongue out. <laughs> I mean, just what a John Calipari selfie would look like. Because you know there would be like three that he would accidentally take before taking that real one. Oh, and it'd be you like know? the terrible, unflattering chin angle. Oh, we, we've all been there where you like your camera, you think it's turned the opposite way, and then instead it's pointed right up to you, and you're like, oh, God, do I really look like that? From that angle, you probably do. When did I get three necks? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So What is this black picture? Oh, I snapped it towards the floor. Yep, that happens as well. But, yeah, they're taking their phones. They're trying different stuff. But can't say whatever they're doing isn't working because Kentucky on a three-game winning streak and beating some good teams, some tricky teams at least, along the way. And they hope to keep the hot streak alive tonight. We'll break down the game more, what Vanderbilt's going to try to do, where UK may have some some issues and where their strengths will be. So you're not going to want to go anywhere. Keep the text pouring in to the Thornton's text line, which, by the way, we didn't finish Monday, so we got a lot of text to get to, so we're not going to be shy going over there. We'll get over there sooner rather than later. Don't go anywhere. KRC will be right back. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. We're, this is a, this is it's always a good radio topic talking lottery winnings, but Roush is not lying about that. I, I guarantee that if he had an influx of millions of dollars of cash, <laughs> you would see that dude on Derby Saturday being the drunkest owner in the uh, yeah. <laughs> and you do a great job of it. I have no doubt. Oh yeah, I would be a media darling. You know, I'd be doing all the interviews on the backside during Derby Week. Oh, it'd be outstanding. That justice is the one thing you should always find. You gotta saddle up your boys. You gotta so, uh, draw do you a hard line. Uh, no, I don't think so. Normally, when I buy it online, you'll get an email being like, we deposited your winnings, and I didn't get that email, so I don't think we got anything back. Deposited your winnings? How sweet would that be waking up one morning and getting an email where they deposited your winnings, 
and you just check, and it's millions and millions of dollars. That's what mm-hmm. I. That's, that would be amazing. I've always like you'd open the email and just be like, "We deposited, you know, <laughs> five would be awesome. five hundred forty-one billion. That's what worries me a little bit about doing the online thing is just like, has anybody ever had that email? Don't you think that that make the rounds that you'd screenshot it and be like, "Look what I look what happened to me." And they'd probably have to email and you'd be like, hey, we're not depositing this to you. You need to come pick this up. But no, I don't think we're we're millionaires, unfortunately. <sighs> the Roush Horsing Empire will, will have to wait. Yep. Uh, a little bit longer. A little bit longer. Don't worry. If there though. was a winner, though, because that was already a ha- above half a billion for Powerball. This is one thing. It does change pretty quickly. And if they're. Like if you, you get off Mega Millions, then you get on Powerball, mm-hmm. and Powerball's juiced back up. Yeah, so they they really have their their customers. They got us. They got us locked in. <laughs> oh, we'll win it one day. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Roll Radio. Call. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Uh, why don't Roush tell everybody about Shady Rays? We we've we've got some we got a Salsaritas update on the Thornton's text line, so we can wait to talk about Salsaritas well, a little bit later. I would just say that I'm a little tired. My eyeballs are hurting a little bit. If you're staring at a computer screen all day, check out Shady Ray's blue light glasses. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it, it's it's made a difference uh, using blue light glasses whenever I work. It just does. Uh, I, I don't know the science behind it, but I use infinitely less eye drops than I used to. It used to be a regular thing. Now I'm I'm I don't feel like I'm just burning my eyeballs staring at this stuff because I got awesome Shady Ray's sunglasses, blue light glasses. They got them all. Check them out. Stylish. Uh, and if I lose them, break them. Easy. Replacement pairs. Just go on. Use the promo code BIGX. You'll get 25% off. ShadyRays.com. Uh, built by Kentuckians. Built better for you at Shady Rays. Love it. Well said. We I got more numbers than Dugan did over the weekend. You got but, seven. Pretty but, good. But I don't think any more than one in a play. Did I get two in one yeah, play? Yeah, you got two in one play in that top line. Oh, okay. Nice. So that gets you a little bit something, right? No, I, where are you seeing I got the two? Oh, 31 and 58. Yeah. No, I, they didn't deposit anything back, so I don't think I did. Mm. Maybe if I would have gotten the Powerball number with it. That that first line was the one I customized. I usually will always customize oh, yeah? one line. Yeah. Hey, how about that? I'm getting somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> we're, just, we're knocking on the door to winning the lottery. It's going to happen, folks. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. Roush is right about everything at Shady Rays. They got something for you. Check them out. Promo code Big X will save you 25%. When, when do you get to whip out those ski goggles? That's coming the up soon, right? first week of March. So a little over oh, a month. Oh, man. That'll yeah. be exciting. Very excited. It's about time I get a little vacation. Although, I think we're just going Thursday to Tuesday, so extended weekend getaway, I think, as well. Uh, no, no, no. I don't, I, don't, I don't think that's... I think that's what we'll probably well, end up calling it, it. Since you have four va- like actual vacation days, I think that's technically vacation, even though it straddles the weekend. That's true. I love... Is that just a mom and dad vacation? No, whole family. Oh. Whole, all the cousins, kids, well... In one, like, big cabin? Yes. The My brother, sister, and their families, their kids, will all be in one. And then my dad and his wife will be in like an adjoining uh, or an apartment that's right across the way or something like that. So it'll be all of us in one. We'll see how that goes. Let's see. It'll be four, five kids under four years old. 
So will they just like six w- adults watch the kids while you hit the slopes or something? Like, is that is there going to be like a trade off? Because I at the beach you just sit on the beach and everybody plays on the beach, but the kids can't go down the mountain. Yeah, of course it, the beach vacations never really work out that easily or that smoothly. Right, right. But, but in theory, you they can at least do the same. They can't do. Maybe if there's tubing, they could do some sledding. They're planning on like taking the kids up the mountain one day for tubing or just eating at the cabin, just getting on the ski lift, having fun. And then they're not they're not going to ski or snowboard, obviously. Right. Um, so they're planning on maybe going up one day and doing something, maybe sledding because they have that there as yeah, well. That could be fun. Uh, but the a lot I don't I, at least two of the girls don't ski or snowboard, so they may just get stuck with the kids unfortunately oh i think we're only skiing one maybe two days gotcha so and then there'll be a trade-off they'll probably go do girly things at night and we'll watch the kids while they do that so there'll be a trade-off there and then yeah the the grandparents they'll be there for uh, assistance as well i i wanted to float the idea of bringing a babysitter and being like hey you want a free place to stay in colorado we'll buy your airfare you watch, i'm in you watch the you kids. didn't ask me you want to do that scoots yeah i don't know if we trust you with the kids though what i got 13 nephews and nieces i got three nephews and nieces <laughs> <laughs> all right 23 little cousins though uh, okay <laughs> is that what it is it is it's an insane amount of cousins but I'm excited about it. We'll see. Scooch, that's fine. You can come babysit. I would totally do that. I'm I'm not joking. I think it'd be a lot of work. I don't think, like, I would enjoy the concept of doing a winter kind of getaway like this, but I don't think, like, my wife, her idea of vacation is not to go somewhere cold. It's to go somewhere warm. Your wife's a smart lady. Yeah, and she also grew, like, it's kind of cold where she's she's at, so... Yeah, okay. I, I, I'm I'm interested to see how it's going to go, too. Could be a lot of cabin fever type of stuff where they're just stuck inside for a long time. But Hey, that's what the booze are for, though, right, Teach? I think there's plenty. I think there'll be enough to do for a few days to entertain the kiddos. And plus, the way all these kids start playing with one have started playing with each other, yeah, like chasing each other around, they, they wear themselves out mm-hmm. in a big way. You mix in some snow. Just get some and, crying every once in a while, like, mm-hmm. you know, but... Eh. They're they're eventually back at it in no time. It'll be very interesting. I I I used to always see like parents when it came to family vacations be like it's not really a vacation. We've only done the one, and that was Florida. And I can somewhat relate that it's not it's not your same old vacation that you remember back in the old days. Uh, but it's still fun, and we'll have a good time. But that's in March, so beginning of March. Looking forward to it. Nice little extended weekend getaway. I'll request the time off now. You go ahead, buddy. That'll be last regular season weekend of college basketball, I believe. You've never changed a diaper, Scoots. Yeah, right. What are you talking about? I've changed thousands of diapers. With the nastiest of poops that you could ever imagine. Explain the process to me. (laughs) You take the old one off. Be very careful to wrap it up so you don't get poop everywhere. And then you wipe and put another one on. I do think easy. that uh, there there was a wipe uh, front to back. I remember practicing putting a diaper on uh, like a stuffed animal before we had the first one. You did that. I actually <laughs> did that because I was like, media, TV shows, pop culture tells you you need to go to like do all these baby. Like no, you just figure it out. It's pretty simple. You do. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, I, do, I do remember cake. like all the sitcoms, like Full House and stuff like that. Be like, and they uh, have like the baby doll there in the room. Yeah. It's like you, no, you don't. 
What was the other one? I watched one with Modern Family recently where they're like wrapping up a baby. And they're like, actually, no, you're not wrapping it up. That's too tight. See, I can do that, too. I can swaddle. They put a diaper on a football. He's like, I can diaper anything. Which show is that? uh, It's Jim Halpert. He puts a diaper on everything. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Why do you need to practice putting a diaper on? (laughs) It's unnecessary. All right, Scooch. Well, you're hired, buddy. You can put a diaper on TJ's banana. Yeah. Oh, banana shot coming today. I'm not going anywhere near TJ's banana. With the... (laughs) Roush, seems like there's been football news lately. Yeah, there's been lots of football news lately. Uh, actually, what could be exciting is we're supposed to talk to all the early enrollees tomorrow. I don't have that confirmed, but you're Devin Leary's. He did his uh, JMI uh, roundup last week, so he did the Curtis Birch podcast and uh, BBN Tonight. And uh, didn't realize he was uh, Will Levis' roommate at the Manning Passing Academy. Oh, I did not know so that. So that was uh, – I mean, he just texted Will whenever – he hit the portal. It was like, yeah, if Cohen's coming back, you got to get over here. He also said that Scott Woodward played a huge part in his recruiting process, not Liam Cohen. He didn't talk to Cohen until it was announced, and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure you didn't talk wink, to him wink. at all. Yeah, sure. Um, Cohen signed the contract in December, and he just didn't talk to Devin Leary at all. I'm sure. Um, but nevertheless, uh, some other significant football news. Oh yeah, they offered Tim Couch's kid, which is just. That'll make you feel old. Uh, he, he's an edge that will be a junior. He's going to be a junior day this upcoming weekend, along with Hayes Johnson, who's committing on Thursday. And then, uh, which, yeah, uh, he probably – I think whenever he announced that he was I, – I had talked to Hayes prior to announcing his commitment date. He's like, yeah, I'll be up there for Junior Day. And then he announced that he's committing the day before Junior Day. So he might have let the cat out of the bag a little bit, but I, I don't think he really cares that much. Uh, widely considered either the first or second ranked player in the state of Kentucky, depending on the recruiting service. Um, a good Kentucky's done good with their in-state offensive linemen. Uh, ironically, the only one that hasn't really panned out is uh, Keontae Goodwin, who was supposed to visit Florida over the weekend, but I haven't heard anything from it. I think hmm. the primary motive for the Florida visit is one of the few schools he could still enroll at. So, gotcha. so if he, what if he ends up not being able to enroll a place this then semester? I could, then I could see him just coming back to UK in the summer, which would be, uh, yeah. So, by the way, nobody won Powerball. Fascinating. It's nice, mm-hmm. uh, and that is that's an interesting twist to the Goodwin situation. So mm-hmm. Kentucky still potentially and, on the table, and they're recruiting his uh, buddy Wu Spencer, who officially visited over the weekend. Woo! Uh, <laughs> former male kid transferred to New Albany for a senior season. He's going to Louisville this weekend, and I just got a feel like even though Vince has been recruiting this kid for a long time, I just got a feeling he's going to be. Kid. Wait, he played for New Albany this past season? Yeah. What's his actual name? It's not Wu. Yeah, they call it William. Okay. William. Yeah, William Spencer. He's good. Yeah, yeah. Big big boy. Yeah. Wow, so this is interesting from Roush. Everybody is kind of feeling good about where UK stands with Spencer, but Roush is saying, pump those brakes, baby. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't have, it's always felt kind of like a toss-up, but... The draw of Louisville and all of the newness there right now, where it's like, seems a little bit more fun when you think you can come in, play quickly, 
right? You can be the hometown guy. Sure. Um, whereas like UK, I mean, it is a grind. I mean, you're going to be on a better team. Oh, that's clear and obvious. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, it's easy to fall for the fun new bells and whistles. So that's it. And getting them getting the last visits also the other part that kind of worries me. Yeah. So we'll see on that one. Um, I'm yeah. All right. That's a little concerning. I'm trying to think of, uh, but you know, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of some other football news. Did anything else happen yesterday? Oh, what can I just did? It was like, all right, time to do our depth charts. Preseason depth charts in January. Depth <laughs> charts. Oh yeah, that's oh, great offseason content, <laughs> and it's actually a staple. Like for some of these, uh, I'm, I'm learning more too with some of our other websites. I mean, because. A lot of schools don't really care about college basketball. It's just college football, college football recruiting. They were rolling out their way too early depth charts first of January. So we we were kind of behind the eight ball waiting until January twenty yeah, third. Yeah, a little bit behind the eight ball. Um, but just taking a look around, like Kentucky is, their their secondary should be pretty damn good this year. I mean, if, if you if you, if you get the corners right, like the safeties, people forget about Vito Tisdale. People do. I do think that I, I Keydron Smith was underrated. Yeah, he yeah, was. He, he was. was a he was a player for the Cats, and I do think losing him will somebody's got to step up and prove that they can contribute to an equal or similar level. He was fun to watch and just didn't really get a ton of praise for whatever reason. Uh, there was plenty of praise to go around on the defense, so maybe he, he just kind of got lost in the shuffle. Second team All SEC. Yeah, uh, PFF had a huge deal. As a top ten performer at cornerback in college football this year, that's another transfer player that UK brought in. That they again, when they bring somebody in via transfer, keep an well, eye on those players. So that position, that though, that's up for grabs. That's going to be probably the most fun battle, uh, yeah, chart battle, because it's three former four star guys: Jansen Dunn, J.Q. Hardaway, transfers from Cincinnati, Ohio State, and then Avery Stewart, the true freshman they're bringing in this year. That was ranked as a safety, but I, I think they're going to try him at corner first because they've just got a ton of safeties that are really talented. And either one of those three could be like Chris Westry, Derek Bay, you know, one of those guys that comes in, plays right away, and is awesome. So uh, that that should be exciting. I did get a little worried when I was looking at the inside linebacker depth, though. It's like, why is that? Just like Trevor Wallace, awesome. Derek Jackson, awesome. Um, but then behind them, we haven't seen a lot of Martez Thrower. And then Luke Fulton, I just – weird writing him into too deep, you know? Yeah, You're just like, true. eh, do I want him to be the, the second? People forget about Luke Fulton. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he wouldn't be that bad, but all it takes is one time to put him on an island and be like, was it Florida where Cash was just <laughs> – Whoop! Yeah, that, that was so bad. Yeah. So I – the video where he gets just crossed up, and then whoever was recording the video made a really funny noise. Yeah, so i be a little bit worried about that. Um, but having star power, like I think Deion Walker, star. Jordan Lovett can become a star. Vito is just a wild card. Like I feel like pretty much anything you get with him is bonus just having. Mm-hmm. Um, JJ, if he can turn that motor on. And then on the other side of the ball, like if you just if you just make sure this offensive line's good, you feel great about the weapons that Devin Leary's got. So, um, 
Could be another fun season in Lexington. A yep. lot of wins. Uh, remember, if UK wins ten games, Lock Lachlan McLean has to pay me a hundred dollars. So, oh, uh, and that just goes throughout Mark Stoops his rest of his career. Really? Know, so when did that happen? Does that uh, include bowl games too? It does include bowl oh, games. Oh wow! So, did this happen after his recent most recent ten win season? No, this happened like in December. Or oh, okay, something okay, like that. okay. So, I just love that. And Lock, and Lock like, is like a, such a small potatoes better too. I know, He's willing I, to put a hundred dollars in. And I, I, I kind of bullied him into it. He was like, I bet you Stoops never gets another 10-win season. And I was like, all right, Locke, what's the big bet? $5, $10? And then he responded back. He was like, $100. And I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, buddy. So hopefully hopefully maybe that happens sooner rather than later and he can pay me on up. It will be nice to just see all the new guys in person, though, especially the Keyshawn Silver kid. Because who between him and Cox, like they could both play huge, huge roles if they reach their potential. But there, it's just uncertainty, right? Marcus Cox was a, Marcus Cox was a Mac guy for a long time, coming off a season-ending injury, and then Silver, former five-star, who not a great defensive culture at North Carolina when you're bringing Gene Chizik in to fix the defense there. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, and he was. Uh, they were they sucked last year. Limited limited snaps. But did some solid things when he was in there, and it sort of seems not too far off from a good win situation in the sense that, like, if Silver wants to put in the work, he he should be a really really nice player. The question is, will he do that? Right, it's, a, it's up to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get to the third. By the way, one. that uh, McLean Lachlan bet is horrible. Who makes a bet where I'll give you money, but there's nothing for me to win? No, money. no like, I, I would pay if Stoops doesn't get another ten win season. I have to pay him a hundred dollars. Oh, okay, gotcha. It's a bet. Gotcha. It goes both ways. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, how it, long it are you gonna bet. have to wait for that hundred dollars this year? I hope it's. I uh, hope he's paying up and hell, just go eleven ahead months. Ten when? Yeah, early November. Just yeah. go ten and zero. Go ahead and give me that hundred bucks. Oh bucks. man, what if? What if Louisville's the eleventh win? God, he would just. I don't have to get to ten. Yeah, if oh, he, if, that would be great. Yeah, because that's be what so great. they haven't gotten ten regular season wins yet. And also, one other thing, Mississippi State. I don't know what the hell they're doing. They got Mike Wright to transfer there, the Vanderbilt running quarterback. Poor Vandy. Even when they have like a season that could like get their fan base excited about the future, all their best players just leave. Yeah, I mean they're going to play that that kid, that freshman. Um, but yeah, the, Vandy's kind of toast in this new. That's <laughs> okay. Because, like, I think Ray Davis, his thing, it was kind of like a Bucknell uh, situation with, uh, what's his name, Nate Sestina, where you have to go to grad school, but, like, getting into grad school at Vandy, very difficult. So, so he just kind of had it's a, to. It's like, I think he kind of wanted to go back, but it was like, uh, I don't know if I can, really. Hmm. So. I'll just well, go somewhere that's a better football team. Happy, That'll be more fun. Happy yeah. it worked out the way that it did. Yep. Excited about that guy, and he seems to be really excited to be a Kentucky Wildcat, and that stuff matters, I think. Hmm. Uh, Texter on the Thornton's text line says, the Dallas Cowboys will always find a way to lose a playoff game on the road. Dak is so disgustingly overpaid to be straight cheeks when it matters. Oh, do you see the Cowboys' Twitter account just like being like, Dak had another bad turnover, and – it cost the Cowboys a game in which they had a chance to win. Really throwing the players under the bus. They really did. It was weird tweets from the Dallas Cowboy Twitter account. Man, and the thing is, too, I want to say they're winning, but, like, Zeke is a bag of bones. Tony Pollard's going to go get paid somewhere else. They, uh, 
Window closing. Sorry, Jerry. I think Jerry Jones did say that Mike McCarthy's going to be back, which I don't think Cowboys fans were overly excited about that. And then next week, Sean Payton will be announced as their new head coach. Did you see the Saints? They're like, we want a first-round pick if anybody wants Sean Payton. Oh, that's the asking price for him? That's what I saw. Wait, how's that a thing? He's not coaching there anymore. He's still under contract, though. Oh, so my like, gosh. That, that was how – who was the other coach that this applied to? I forget, but it, it's happened before. But it, yeah, it was like uh, – it might have been Gruden. When Gruden went from the Raiders to the Bucks, they been. had to like trade for him. Doc Rivers got traded. Yeah, from you, get, the you get coaches get traded from time Celtics to time. Celtics to the Clippers, I believe. If, my, if the Packers get – well – Maybe to get LaFleur gone, I actually wouldn't hate it. But to give up a first-round pick for an NFL head coach. This is just, Where yeah. you already like kind of question coaching in the NFL a little bit as is. Okay, let's. which coaches are worth a first-round pick? probably be okay. Mike Tomlin. Andy Reid. Mike Tomlin. I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. Uh, definitely not Mike Tomlin. Come on. Definitely Mike not. Tomlin's worth a first-round pick to the Absolutely. Steelers, but not to every organization. But hell, he might be one of the longest tenures. Zach Taylor. Uh, it's not like the Bengals were doing a lot of winning before. Yeah, he got there. but I, I would, if I was a devil's advocate, I would just say how much of it is Joe Burrow, how much of it is exactly. Burrow. He's got which, the players. Which even Bengals fans like Luckett would kind of mock Coach Zach up until like he's finally starting to win a lot of Bengals fans over this year with the way he's played. But, um, but you, I think you would definitely say Andy Reid, Sean McVay. You pro- yeah, I think you would. Probably McVeigh, yeah. Yeah, you would. Definitely McVeigh. What about Sean McDermott? Probably. What about Pete Carroll? Yeah, Pete Carroll is yeah. what I was going to say. Yep. Well, I, my, I got a friend who's a Seahawks fan, and he Bill is. Bill Belichick, uh, obviously. He's fatigued yeah. with Carroll. After this year, too? Yeah. When they got rid of Wilson and still made the playoffs? Yeah. And everybody thought they were going to be the worst team in the NFL? Yeah. Maybe your friend just is. See, and here, yeah, but like, look how many playoff games they've won with DK Metcalf and Lockett there over the last what, like three, four years. That's true, but th- that's also a uh, like trying to explain the Calipari outrage over the like two weeks ago or whatever. A lot of it is fatigue. You just have a thinner, you know, patience for struggling and not being the, the beacon I agree of success. with you. He's going through a rebuild right now, and the rebuild went to the playoffs. So that's pretty good. Uh, what about Jeff Saturday? Scoots, would you put him in that category? Sure. Why not? Scoots just giving out first-round picks <laughs> for any Joe Schlo. You get a first pick. You get a first pick. Just I call mean, me Oprah. I, do, I wonder what Trevor – I know that his Eagles are in the – Oh man. like they're doing well, but the thought of getting rid of Andy Reid and him being – like I, I want the Chiefs to win another one. Just to really rub it in his face that like you gave that up, Philly. You know? For the per I mean, in Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, it's 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 a match made in heaven. The only thing is it's the Eagles. It's Eagles have been fine since then. Yeah, and they even got their Super Bowl. So And they may go back to another one. People on the Trevor was responding to everybody and their mother on the Thornton's text line <laughs> yesterday. What's new? I don't know what I I didn't get to hear the final hour of the Rutherford show, but I guess some people started calling Trevor a fake Eagles fan, yeah. and he got triggered to Bolivia. Oh, <laughs> man. Fake Eagles fan. And then, of course— I remember the the fog ball. <sighs> By the way, random players someone, someone on the text line dropped off a case of energy drinks for me and Trevor. Trevor just took the whole box home. So now I have to go to his house and get it if I, if I want to try it. sounds a lot like Trevor, to be honest with you. Yeah. Very considerate person. By the way, Roush, breaking news, Bill O'Brien back to New England as the offensive coordinator, leaving Alabama. 
Oh, you mean they didn't want Matt Patricia to keep being the offensive coordinator for the Patriots? Who's Alabama going to hire? I don't know. They also got rid of Pete Golding, too. Uh, have they made a defensive coordinator hire yet? So they need an OC and a DC? Yeah, yeah. The Okay, well, don't don't look Lexington way, Saban. Don't get any funny ideas, buddy. Yeah. I would think William would definitely be locked in. I wonder if Brad would consider it, though. Because Pete Colding, I mean, he's getting paid $2 million at Ole Miss, but Saban was kind of telling him to look elsewhere, their defensive coordinator. So I don't – yeah, I don't, I, I'm a, I'll, I'll check the message boards. Let you let you know what the the pulse is. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, "Trevor tries it, being a real Eagles fan." <laughs> <laughs> All right, hour two of Kentucky roll call. We'll get more into the Thornton's text line. We'll break down more Kentucky and Vanderbilt. We, we needed to do a palate cleanser with football. There had been some news. We've been basketball heavy the last few days, so felt good to to talk a little bit about the cats and stoops and his troops. We'll be back for hour number two of KRC. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin oh, Kalen return after this. Okay. Is it any wonder I've got too much time on my hands Sticking away with my sanity I've got too much time on my hands It's hard to please the calamity I've got too much time on my hands And it's sticking away Over? Did you say over? I ain't heard no family. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. You've entered hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Remember to check out Thornton's and check out the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. We'll do trivia on Thursday. Woohoo! But as a heads up, this time next week, we'll do trivia on Tuesday because I think UK plays a Wednesday game it's next true. week. That is true. So when UK plays Wednesday, we'll need that Thursday show as much time as possible to dissect and talk about the game and, more importantly, read the Thornton's text line. So when that happens, we'll move trivia to Tuesday. So you'll get uh, a lot of trivia in within a, what, five-day span. Wait, I thought they had four straight Tuesday 9 o'clock games. No, the, they it's, I think, four straight 9 o'clock games. Okay. Or three straight 9 o'clock games, then an 8.30 game. But I think two of them are on Wednesday and two of them are on Tuesday. Oh, I thought they were all on Tuesday. No, they got some Wednesday ones coming down the pipe at some point. But I also could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure I'm not. Ooh, here's a fun headline. From a sports book in Indiana to a coal mine in Appalachia, the state of Kentucky's winner of college basketball woe cut steep. The entire state could miss the NCAA tournament for the first time since 1963. You'll never guess who wrote that. Pat Forty? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Just, I mean, again, and you'll get some fans that are frustrated with Calipari being like, see, Forty's even writing about it. These guys are not your buds. They're losers. By the way, Scoots, it is Tuesday next week. Yeah. So trivia and the week the after. The seventh. Oh gosh, so the Wednesday streak not till mid February. I was way off. Ooh. Then it's Wednesday, February fifteenth. And then the twenty second. And then the twenty second. Yeah. Oh, okay. How about that? Well, I only know that because I put it on like our one of our recaps last week that it was the first of four straight 
Tuesday nine o'clock game, so I was really hoping that wasn't wrong. No, you were na- you nailed it. I was wrong. You were right. Gosh, that's that rare. Just, that sucks. Nine o'clock next week. Nine o'clock following week. Nine o'clock following week. Eight thirty. Sheesh. <laughs> I was thinking yesterday when I got home. I was just I had the kid and the wife was having to work a little bit late. I was. People in the West, uh, we talk about this probably like once every six months, but how cool would it be to get home from work and have college basketball on? <sighs> be amazing. I'd watch so much more of it. Oh, yeah. Just have it on while you're like cooking, getting dinner ready, messing with the kid, have it on in the background. Oh, no, wait. Instead, it's the, uh, I'm falling asleep to it. I've got the sleep timer on while college basketball is being played, which actually it's not bad. You get the squeaky shoes, kind of a nice white noise. Basketball? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, any sports for me. If I put it on in the background as I'm laying in bed, it's over. Over. Let's get back to the Thornton sex line, 502-414-1450. Anybody have it penciled where we left off? Uh, Shane and Dawson says, I like that Cowboys play. Yeah, it seems like a Shannon. Hey, if it had worked, y'all would have loved it. If it hadn't worked, it's it would have worked. I think that was DJ Elliott, or was it Shane and Dawson? I think it was Shannon Dawson. Yeah. DJ Elliott was nice. Just not. Man, just not some great. of it. Yeah. Maybe a little too nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another text says TJ, Red and Kitty are the best part of that 90s show. Easily the best part. Again, we watched a couple more episodes last night, so I think we're on like episode six or something. Yeah, like I that. got to episode four. I, I think it's solid. I think it's solid. It's, it's not going to win any awards. No. It's not the best TV show of all time, but it. it it's For fun. fans of that '70s show, I have enjoyed that '90s show. It's just a fun, easy to burn through, fun little show. See, for me, it's kind of—I'm kind of refusing to watch it just because I liked that '70s show so much, and it, it's nostalgic for me when you look back at like Full House when they came out with Fuller House. I was all hyped for it, and it was just such a letdown. So I, I almost refuse to watch that 90s show because I don't want to be let down. I'm not, I'm not trying to pick on you, Scoots. I, I've always hated people that have that take. And I think Trevor's had that take before where it's like, I'm worried it's going to – it's not going to ruin the other show for you. No, I know, it's but risk-free. it's just not going to be as good. And I've been bur- yeah. I don't want to be burned. Pro- probably not, but who cares? It, uh, you I, you I watch it, it's not as good, then you stop watching it, and you go on and live your life. That's true. And Fuller House That's what I did with not Fuller as House. good, but like – it you know again sometimes when they'd have the cameos of the parents and you'd have Jesse or Joey come back it'd be like oh this is kind of fun it's nice to see those guys again sure. was it a good show no but I think that '90s show so far is it a good show I don't know but I'm enjoying it maybe so, I'll maybe I'll check a couple out when I get home today you're probably but, not gonna love it but you may have a couple laughs I think the thing scoots the difference is that uh, well at least for me I give that '70s show more benefit of the doubt because. I mean, I watched it as a teenager. So the nostalgia that hits it now when they're like doing the 90s thing and all the references are stuff that I was around for. I mean, I didn't, I wasn't well aware of them, but know pretty well, right? That sort of deal. Like, yeah. It, 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 it scratches that itch a little bit more. So it's just fine. It's fine. Easy to burn it through. Probably better than your uh, Alaska shows. Texter said, kids are going to have to grow on us for the show to be sustainable in that 90s show. One of the episodes I watched, this isn't a spoiler, Roush, but they go to a rave. And I was like, the rave's a big too. thing in the 90s? They, they were, but also, like, the 90s, 
they were a big thing, but not for just like average kids to just show up to. It was like a sub. It was like a subculture. We weren't teenagers people. in the '90s, but we were. You know, like eight, Trevor nine years probably old. went to raves, but like it was for like Trevor's crowd. It yeah. wasn't for like just some high school kids. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, that's what I thought. So that that checks out. Another uh, person said, "I watched that '90s show as well. I agree with your take. Parents are the best part." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we 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 are all all in. I love the them when she was uh, the Donkey Kong though. That was a fun. I don't know if deal. I remember that. When they, they got into the bag of goodies and oh, uh, saw Red and Kitty. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's great. John here. Happy morning, Monday morning to all. Had a great weekend as a sports fan. How about the Cats and the Chiefs? Man, I'm so happy for our Cats. They're really putting it together. I'm glad that CJ and Reeves are getting the attempts, but the team has to find a way to actually attack the basket. I know what the other defense is and plays defense is in plays a factor but often the offense seems to stand around them and just throw up a three I'm just saying 32 attempts were a little too many we'll have to go talk to you later John at least like 29 of those attempts were wide open you got to take them yeah you have to take them what would you rather them take a wide open three or a contested two or somebody driving in the lane with nowhere to go and throwing up something in hopes of Oscar being able to rebound it if they're open you got to take them so I was happy with the the offense on Saturday. Hope that they're they're Vanderbilt more likely to play an A and M style than a Georgia style. So shooters are going to get some open looks, and you got to let those bad boys rip. Yeah, yeah. Um, in Memorial Gym too, kind of a weird weird shooters gym. Yeah, so. UK's had good offensive performances down there. They've had terrible offensive performances down there. It's just different for different players. Uh, do you any takes on? Cal, Cal being far away is going to hurt this team. Cal being far away is going to help this team. Any hot takes, Ralph? No, no. Oh, man. Sorry. Okay. We did that like 10 years ago. And it's just. Yeah, I remember like the freshman team. I went to that John Wall game uh, when they played down there in Vanderbilt and a lot of people. The freshmen being that far, they're not going to know what to do. <laughs> Stop. It's basketball. Yeah. Also, you John Wall, the game winning block there at the end. Probably want to get away from your coach sometimes, too. No, for sure. Yeah. Like that Reeves, when he scored with the 90 seconds left, Cal was right there, and I'm sure Cal was probably, if Cal was saying anything at all, I bet it wasn't go attack the rim, Antonio. Right. So, uh, although when they come second half, the <coughs> Cal will still be right there for them. Good morning, TJ. Oscar has been very immature at times this year. I'm excited for the win, of course. I'm still frustrated with Toppin. Yeah, he had a good stat line, but he checks out so much and makes some very low IQ plays at times. His defense at times was really bad, especially in the first half. Looked like he wasn't trying. But anyways, I think Wallace has to be the starting point guard. Depending on matchups, this team can make an Elite Eight or Final Four run. Quick question. If Kenny Payne was to get fired... Would you take him back at UK as an assistant? I think I would. Get the band back together. Go on a run. Okay, have a great day, TJ. Suck at Louisville. Suck at Roush. Suck at Jimmy Dykes. Man, uh, for, you were pretty critical for saying that you could think they can make it to the lead eight or final four. <laughs> that, was a, that was a more negative text than Lord. normal there. Uh, I, I disagree on top end. I think he's starting to show more effort when he's on the floor. I would, consistently. In November and December, I'd agree with you more. Where I was like, "Gosh, what? Like, is he even engaged here?" But during this winning streak, I think he has been much more active and much more involved. And I thought he played a solid game, uh, and he was important putting him in the middle when they were double and tripling team Oscar. When you got him right there, the other opposing team knew knew that Toppin could hit that free throw jumper, so they had to come out on him. And when they came out on him, either Oscar was left in one on one coverage. 
or somebody be coming down to close in on Toppin and leave another wide-open shooter in the corner for another three. So I thought Toppin played well. I disagree with you uh, there. And for Kenny Payne, I wouldn't say it's impossible, but I think it'd be very unlikely. I just think, Kenny, if if L made changes after this year, which they absolutely should, but we'll see. It's a really tough spot for L because money doesn't grow on trees, and Kenny Payne does have a buyout. But I don't. I think he would probably be like, "All right, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be that guy. I'm not gonna go back to my rival team, the he, rival team, he, of the place I was coaching." I don't think he would do it right away. I don't think he would either. Maybe, Maybe someday, right? But Cal would definitely say, "I got. If you want to come, I got a spot for you. Like He'd I'll put make him a in spot that bruiser roll or for something. Sure. Yeah. And if if Kenny's like, I just I, I want I want some sort of income. I want to be around basketball. But I think he'd get back to an NBA team, probably of his choosing. Really. So. No, but I wouldn't say it's impossible. But I'd say I would be surprised if it did happen. It might take him too long to wait out returning to Kentucky for Cal to even still be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. TJ, after watching my Cowboys make their yearly divisional exit, I got the solution. Rodgers to Dallas, fresh start for you guys, and he gets a dome. Really stinks for Pollard. I think they beat San Fran if he's healthy. Pollard's so good and fun to watch. Love the way he runs the ball. Mm-hmm. Also, don't think they needed to show his leg break with two replays. Do better, Fox. Uh, I, I didn't actually didn't see any other replays. Yeah, so I'm glad I, must I missed have, that. I must have, yeah. We were at a birthday party, so I must have been looking away at the time. But uh, that that is never fun to see. Hey, Dak Prescott, number four in Green Bay. Wouldn't that look sharp? Supposedly, Green Bay is open to trading Rodgers. I got a feeling that Rodgers doesn't play another NFL game. And I hope I'm wrong because I don't want him to really go out the way that he that that, that it all ended. Uh, and I'm fine with him having one more season in Green Bay if it comes to that. But Man, Green Bay is open to trading could, him if the right package is presented to them. I could totally see him going to the Jets. But if you're – really? Oh, the yeah. Jets? No. Jets ain't a quarterback. He's not going to go somewhere and stink. Stink? They were like 7-0. They got a good defense. I just think if you're Rodgers good offensive and you line. look at the NFL – I wouldn't like, go to that division though. That division is a bus already. The you've got Patrick Mahomes, you got Joe Burrow, you got Josh Allen, you got her. You, you look across the board at all these great quarterbacks. I just wonder if he's like. Do I really want to do kinda, this kinda anymore? Over for me. Yeah. Like, these guys are better than I am. And I you look at the quarterbacks remaining, and only Brock Purdy's like kind of is one that you don't think really fits the mold. Although he could totally could. He just hasn't had as much time to really prove himself. But Hertz is an MVP. And then, obviously, Mahomes and Burrow I mean, are the best two quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Did Rodgers win two in a row or three MVPs in a row? Two. He won, so, he won two in a row. Just just two out of the last three years. Yeah. I mean, so I bet you, after seeing what Tom Brady did, I bet you he doesn't want to just go, like, all right, where's where's a place that but it, is a quarterback is, away? He'd probably want to be in the NFC just because of the buzzsaw that is the AFC. And I don't think Green Bay is going to be like, we're going to send you somewhere where you're going to go beat us. Yeah. Unless they – Put together a nice package. So, Cowboys fan, pony up, baby. We're all ears. I, and I, I like, I'll root. I, I won't be as embarrassing as some some Patriots fans were with Tom Brady, but I want him to do well. And he's still entertaining to watch. Throw the old pigskin, but I think he's he's probably lost a step and probably doesn't enjoy just getting absolutely annihilated by three hundred and twenty pound freak athletes on the defensive line anymore. At the six-minute mark in SEC play, UK has 22 total points. 16-minute mark in SEC play, UK has 22. Oh, so in the first four minutes in SEC play, which what, Kentucky's four and three in SEC games? Uh, They haven't played seven games in 
but it's yeah. Tennessee, but, Georgia, A and M, and LSU are their wins. So yeah, four and three. So in seven games, they're averaging three points in the first four minutes. A little over three points in the first four minutes. That's horrible. Horrible with a capital H. And there's going to be a game where that happens and UK loses and you're, we're going to point back and be like, well, if it wasn't for that slow start. I mean, South Carolina game's already one of them. Yeah. But Cal's superstitious. He's not going to change the starting lineup, especially during a winning streak. And then I'll, I'll also add some of those four-minute stretches, UK's just missing wide-open looks. Alabama right, right. game comes to mind. Uh, this past one comes to mind. That is an incredible stat. That is a wild stat. Thanks for sending that in. That's not good. Which makes the race to 10 points. Maybe. Oh, yeah, you can get – I've been betting that here and there, the opposing team's race to 10 points. You yep. can get it on DraftKings. Right now you can get Vanderbilt plus 120 being the first team to get to 10 points, which the way UK starts games – Plus 150. Oh, it went down yeah. since the last – People are already all over it. Yeah, it's not a bad not a bad bet with how slowly UK starts. But, hey, aren't, isn't that also mean we're probably due for a good start? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I wouldn't bet It'd be it. be time to fade Roush. I got a free bet, so might as well, might as well use it. Um, what was this tweet somebody sent in, Scoots? I don't know. I didn't open it. I'm hesitant to open tweets on the show anymore. Somebody watching a game. Oh, it's Derek Anderson kind of breaking down some some tape. That's Roush's boy. I'm good. Did you see the video of... um, I thought you liked Derek Anderson. I mean, he's a South End guy, so I appreciate him. Doss High School. You just don't want to watch him break down games. Yeah, not not like this. But it reminds (laughs) me, did you see the... um, did you see the, the, the Cowboys guy who punched the, like, tiny little TV? Yeah, that was staged oblivion. But the thing that I didn't understand, though, did you notice how many people were in that room? Who's going to a watch party with a TV that, I mean, the, the television in the Big X is higher quality than that TV. I think what happened was they were, like, watching probably on a normal-sized TV, and they said, let's make a video to go viral, go get that crappy little one, and punch it. I think that's what happened. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You got to be skeptical of any video you see nowadays. Yeah, but I—that was my first thought too. Before it's like, I this like, is the like, smallest TV. You're not having a watch party and having people watch on like a 27 inch. It's like TV. the TV you take to your dorm room. Mm-hmm. It was—it was super tiny. A texter says, "Billy Big Blonde." Billy Big Blonde. <laughs> uh, what kind of prospect is Chase Kels? I don't see a rivals page. Uh, He's—I don't know if he's power five or not. Where does uh, he play? Uh, LCA. He's a okay. defensive end. He's a big kid, real big kid. So, um, but who knows? He could end up being more of a power five kind of guy if he, uh, depending on how he tests and stuff like that. But he's he's definitely going to be a college football player. Um, I would say most likely though G five right now. So your your max your uh, like UK offered him, right? But um, you know, oftentimes. Uh, a player gets an offer, and then other schools take notice, and then that's how they kind of gets humming. So mm-hmm. I think that might be the case there. But he also like could just end up developing into being a badass. And UK would be like, yeah, sure, Tim Couch's kid, please. Let's hope so. Come play for us. A texter says on the Thornton's text line, the key to good grocery shopping is, whenever possible, to buy two of everything. If you need ketchup, buy two instead of one. Buy two jars of mayo if you just need the one. This prevents the quick run to the grocery store when you run out. It's always good to have too much than not enough. Yeah, that, but there's also, like, I mean, you can't do that with everything. Um, 
especially from like space perspective. Right now, we can't have a ton of frozen goods because uh, uh, breast milk is taking up a lot of freezer real estate. So there are some limitations, but that is a good uh, a good concept to abide by. Uh, the especially when you're running low on stuff. Did I, did I do the rant here about finding children's Tylenol? That was a pain in the ass. Yeah, you that did. That pissed me off. But, yes, you, you, you are right, Dexter. I got a I – I think I got two things to catch up yesterday. Walker household, y'all are probably buying like six at a time there. The wife, uh, just like not not the not the biggest or best cleaner in the world, but she just went on like this refrigerator clean tear, the likes of which I've never seen in my life. Uh, and our refrigerator looks like brand spanking oh, new. Oh, it's got it's, that good smell. It's like one of the to like it. depressing refrigerators where you open it and you're, there's only like six things in there. But very happy about it. It was getting pretty spick gross. and span. Oh yeah, so proud of her for that. Uh, but yeah, right now we do have plenty of ketchup. Don't we're always strapped when it comes to ketchup. But uh, yeah, and a pretty empty fridge for the most part, which is nice. I'm happy about that. Suck it, cards. We swept you at hockey, and your women's team hung another L at home. That was from Steve. Yeah, but our women's team stinks, Steve, unfortunately. But, yeah, hockey beatdown. Yeah. And they kind of, like, got excited about it. They had Sean Moth, who is great at his job, call the hockey games, and it was just beatdown city. So, way to go, Caps. Please, everyone, cheer for the 49ers. Trevor is unbearable about the Eagles. Yeah, I think, unfortunately, I'm going to. And I don't want, like, San Francisco adding to their Super Bowl total or whatnot, but I do think I'll be cheering for the 49ers. But and it, he's so sure that they're going to beat the 49ers. He acts like it's such an easy game. Brock Purdy, we're going to kill him. We're going to send so much pressure on him. Ah. Don't I feel – I know that – I feel like whoever wins the AFC is going to win the Super Bowl, though. They have the better – I trust those quarterbacks more, and it's a quarterback's league. I know the defenses aren't quite as suffocating, but I trust the AFC teams more than I trust the NFC teams. Yeah. What would be more devastating? Trevor losing at home? Yeah, yeah, no, that's the answer. Going to a Super Bowl and losing. He's already talking about going to the Super Bowl. Is not as bad as losing at home in an NFC Championship game. Because how many times did they do that with Andy Reid and Donovan McNabb? Was it like four years in a row? It was four years in a row. Yeah. The loss of Jake DeLome and the Carolina Panthers? Oh, man, I bet that's a one. Man, who's better, Jake DeLome or Brock Purdy? Yeah, we're going to have to really bother Trevor. Brock Purdy. Yeah, we're gonna have to really buy, buy. Oh, okay. I'm gonna just start. Yeah. Let's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get him. We'll get him. Scoots is gonna say four to seven, and then take credit if it's anywhere from two to nine. Zero to nine, actually. <laughs> uh, three point spread, which is up to five and a half. UK minus five and a half this morning. I saw it at six. Wow. Scoots, go go to Walgreens Pharmacy and ask for Stahist AD. Stahist AD. Stahist AD. I get sinus infections two to three times a year, and that stuff does me good. Get better, bud. I feel for you. Oh, thanks. Thanks for the advice, because I, too, have been getting sinus infections. Like, it's my job lately, so that'll be nice. You don't take your allergy pills, though. That's right. Four days in a row, baby. (laughs) CJ did a great job on Wade Taylor. CJ's defense has been better. I still don't think he's a great defender. But but he's not a liability, and he's, like, drawing a couple turnovers a game with charges. Yeah. Doing a better job. No one has benefited from our St. Peter's loss as much as Purdue. I didn't get that text because St. Peter's beat Purdue too. Maybe because people that. Pe- I think that's what he's saying, though, is people forget Purdue choking because of oh, Kentucky losing to them first. Yeah, okay. I can I can buy into well, that. Well, Purdue's still pretty damn good this year. Is They're it, really good. Is it, They only lost once or twice. 
Because they did become the number one team ahead of Alabama. Just the once. I would put Alabama ahead of them because uh, SEC it just means more. That's but um, you know, That's a good point about I the get SEC it. Meaning it, more. It, yeah, they're nineteen and one. Does mean a lot more. How has Big Ten not came up with a phrase yet to counteract the SEC BS? Because you're just you're too busy worried about. I thought uh, they did. From coast to it's e- like, hey, we won't play football sometimes. <laughs> Wasn't that it? Seriously, get call Mitch Barnhart, Scoots. Get him on the line. I don't want him. Texter says, games of Andy are always a bit weird. Kim Palm basically had it as a pick em. Win tomorrow, set up a massive game Saturday. Yeah, you hope they're not overlooking tonight. I would think with the struggles this team has had all season and with this brief uh, week and a half of good times, they're going to be locked in and wanting those good times to continue to roll. But you got to be ready. This Vanderbilt team, even without Lee and Robbins, they are physical. They've, they're very guard-oriented, Roush, so be ready. And th- I'll just tell you all this right now. This is going to be a free-throw game. Vanderbilt's going to shoot a ton. Kentucky most likely is going to shoot several. If they if UK makes their free-throws, should be okay, I would think, if they have one of their terrible free-throw performances that they've had in previous games. Not so much as of late, but in other games then it's probably going to be a tough one to win. But uh, expect a lot of whistles tonight. Hopefully Oscar doesn't get in foul trouble. And Oscar, I hope that they're telling him this. I'm sure that they are. But with knowing Stackhouse and how he's going to play this game, they're going to try to get in your head. And they're going to be super physical with you. They That dude, I forget what his name is, but he's got the long like ponytail thing. Oh, yeah. He was like super rough with Oscar last year in SEC play and – that dude is going to just go out there and try to kind of rough you up a little bit. Don't give he, in to he's, it. He's like a lance. Ignore it. Yeah, ignore it. Uh, Melora Brown is his name. You don't and, need and he, the – And he's playing a bigger role now that Liam, Rob, Liam Robbins is out. He's not nearly the offensive threat. You don't really have to worry about him too much offensively at all. Defensively, he, his goal is going to be, let's see if I can get an Oscar's head. Let's see if I can if I can rough him up. You don't need opposing players to try to get in your head when you visit Vanderbilt. Just walk in that gym and that gets in your head. What a stupid setup. I like that gym. Do you? Yeah, just because it's unique. Like, there's nothing it else like so it. It is so stupid. I mean, the fans are so far from the court. I hate it. The court's ginormous. <laughs> there is just like <laughs> such a large room. It'd be a like I would not love being a student sitting there. But the few times I've gone there, like I've enjoyed the viewing experience. It's just so weird. Uh, but they they're they're a tricky little team. Uh, Stutt is there. They've got a wing player that I'm not sure exactly who UK is going to put on him, but he's their three point specialist. He's six seven two fifteen. So is that? Is that who CJ is going to guard? Is that who Reeves going to guard? Because he can probably kind of bully those guys around a little bit. Do you do Toppin? I think you could probably get away with Toppin there, but it'll also kind of depend who else Vanderbilt puts out there. Uh, they've got a fella named Jordan Wright who is a six six guard. That's who I'd probably stick Kaysen on. It, it, it's going to be interesting to see who UK says, hey, this is who we're going with. This is who you're guarding. This is who you're guarding. But... They've got multiple guys that can shoot from deep, some of them obviously better than others. They don't, I think, have the penetrators that can take people off the dribble like some of the other teams have, so that may be good news for Kentucky. But they're a balanced group. They're going to get scoring from all angles. you gotta got to see who's hot, and then maybe you sit Case and Wallace on whoever's hot. Maybe that's, maybe that's going to be the game plan. It's really, really been fun watching Case and kind of turn into the defender that he's turned into. 
Roush, so did you used to be a Bengals fan and just switched to the Steelers? I wonder why you had a Bengals sweatshirt on in the KRC picture for Spotify. That is some really odd fandom. So I was a Tim Couch Browns fan um, as a kid. Um, they sucked, and they got rid of Couch. So uh, the Bengals started getting good around, like Carson Palmer, Chad Johnson. So I was like, oh, well, I'll cheer for them. They're close enough. And then uh, the Vontez Burfitt game broke my brain, and I was just like, I'm done with this stupid team. And so we had a sweepstakes during the pandemic to, to fill content for me picking my NFL team. I, I picked 10 teams, and we whittled one or two down each and every day. We had different games. And the Steelers had Bud Dupree and Biddy Sell at the time. And uh, I landed on uh, Pittsburgh. And they have they did at least make the playoffs the first year. And if history's any indication, he'll be hopping off in any time now. Oh, suck it, Scoop. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you might as well be great. It was funny though, because that was the year they went like eleven and zero, and then lost on a, like, a, like a Tuesday game when they had to play. Was it Washington? Remember that? It was like the COVID delay game, Scoots. Yeah, it's like don't a Tuesday that. afternoon with nobody there. It was so stupid. Who played Washington? Pittsburgh. That was who they. They were like undefeated and playing it Tuesday at noon. Because of a makeup for COVID or something like. that. I mean, the only AFC North that. team you haven't rooted for is Baltimore. So. Keep an eye on that down the pipe, y'all. Well, if Will Evis uh, replaces Lamar Jackson, watch out. Did you fun. see Will? Uh, he was sitting courtside of the Lakers game last night. That's fun. Yeah. Good on him. He's uh, living a good life. All right, we're going to take a break. Our last one, we'll come back. A lot more text to get to. We're going to do our best to do it. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. The second hand unwind. If you're lost, you can look and you will find me. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. He's a lot like Trevor Kelsey. He's just a movie, TV. Oh. He just always wants to watch something. Is that a... Okay. Oh, that's not a stab. Cool. No, yeah, no, that's I not a stab at all. No. Like, oh, he's up till 4 a.m., uh-huh. sleeps until 1. Enjoys the devil's lettuce. Yeah. He does not enjoy the devil's lettuce. Okay. Wow, this dropped not even on a Wednesday. Interesting enough. Trying to be more subtle in my old age. Well, welcome. You're doing yeah, a great job. Yeah, real subtle there. <laughs> welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big Exports Radio. We go 7 to 9 Monday through Friday, replay at KRC 9 to 11, and you can get the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Just search for Kentucky Roll Call. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We got a lot more text to get to, so not waste any time. Another football text. I think this is a good one. Hey, all. Roush, was wondering if you could give us a little info on the kicker commit this weekend. Also, what have you heard about the plan with kicker? We have the Boyle County young man, the Trinity young man, that redshirted, the Lex Catholic young man, and now this young man from North Carolina. That's not to mention the returning Chance Poor and Wilson Berry. The room seems full. Finally, did UK recruit anyone for long snapping? What's the plan there? I thought our snappers were out of eligibility, at least one of them anyway. Thanks, thanks y'all for a great show. I appreciate it. Roush, give this man some answers, or woman. Oh, about the young man. Man, yeah, the- I, I'm glad you at least laid it out like that because I can't keep up with how many damn kickers That's they got. That's a lot of kickers. They got a kickoff specialist that they brought in from the portal too. I don't think you mentioned that. So, yeah, it's a lot of damn kickers. Can um, they kick it? Yes, they can. Can, can they kick, kick it? it? I can say that they did recruit a long snapper. From that song about Columbine? You can't, sing, can't sing anymore. Or something? That's pumped up kicks. Scoots. Oh, yeah. Wrong one. 
Um, <laughs> goodness gracious. Jeez, believe. Um, but yeah, I think they, they got a kid from like the West Coast to be a long snapper. I do know that for sure. But with the kickers, I don't know. I heard Jackson Smith was going to punt. Into, I think I heard they were going to make him a punter instead of a kicker. Um, so he'd be behind Wilson Berry, but then they got the Trinity kid. So I don't know. Maybe Jay Bolware's just like, I don't like these guys. I'm going to go get my own. And that's what they're doing. And so, you know what? Fine by me. As long as they're good. I don't care. Is that really how you spell chance poor? No. Okay. No, they, yeah, they butchered it all the hell. I was like, man, that is the part that I don't get <laughs> They spelled it P I O T R. How do you think you'd get poor from that? Story? I mean, if it's like, like fr- a French name. Pure. 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 John's pure. Yeah, it was a typo. But, like, it could be a situation where Bulwer comes in, he doesn't like the kicker, so he's getting a bunch of new ones. And then in that case, I could see him being like, well, Chance, uh, see ya. I know you want to come back, but don't have room for you. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Are we going for a transfer kicker or are we going to start a freshman? Wouldn't love that. I mean, most – if kicker – awesome getting to start as a freshman. If you're a good kicker, you're a good kicker. I don't think it matters if you're a freshman or not. They'll have options. Yeah, plenty of them. But the good news is I just don't see a scenario this team doesn't score a touchdown every possession. So yeah, don't, don't need worry it. about punter or kicking, really. Ooh, I like Brett Maher. Good at field goals, not at extra points. Oh, man. Analytics. Not having that storyline the remainder of the playoffs is a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, that guy. Everybody's saying how bad they felt for him. I didn't feel bad for him. You're a kicker. You have a job. Do it. You couldn't do it because you're in your own head. That sucks. But that's the way the business works, baby. You're lucky to be in the spot that you were in. Fortunate, I should say. Maybe not lucky, but fortunate. Texter says, Salt Lake City, Brian here. Hey, Brian. Scoot saying the Browns are a bigger rival than the Bengals for the Steelers in his lifetime is dumb and factually false. Here's the yeah, f- I must have like just totally zoned out during this rant because a lot of texters weren't happy with you. Here's the thing. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And for me... The, the Browns were, have always been a bigger rival than the Bengals in my lifetime. How many? Everyone sees it differently. Oh, though. do you just remember all those uh, historic Browns rivalry <laughs> games? Well, I, I mean, you got Brian. That does seem just factual. You got like the Miles Garrett slamming his helmet on. Yeah, but you. Old the game was, it was like a ten point game that was over with on a Thursday night. No, I know. I mean, it, long story short, Bengals or Steelers haven't lost to either of the teams very much in my lifetime until recently. I would say in your lifetime. Probably the most impactful, meaningful games have come against the Ravens. More. Oh yeah, no, that's why Ravens were number one. Was Raven okay? Yeah, they were but number one on the, in the rivalry last list. Several years, it's yeah. been the Bengals. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, especially those playoff games. But you should hate everybody in your division. I, oh, I do. Unless you just cheer for all of the teams in the division, like Roush. Also, like that PFT commenters just a NFC East fan, the <laughs> NFC Beast. <laughs> TJ, your tweet about TJ, your tweet about Kentucky's record versus Vanderbilt is borderline jinxy cat, right up there with when commentators talk about free throw or PAT shrieks before it's missed. Oh no, it's it's big time jinxy cat. But the good news is, well, the bad news, unfortunately, it means Vanderbilt's due. So uh, hold on to your butts tonight because they're they're due for a win, and we'll just have to obviously live with the results. But it was too eye popping not to share. Sixteen and one in the last seventeen. But it is unfortunate. That means Vanderbilt's due, so shucks. We'll see. Any notes or thoughts about the news that Pilgrim dropped? Rob with the shifts. Shifts. Robert Dillingham might not ever make it to campus. Yeah, I saw a lot of people kind of freaking out. I still think Jack said his 
he predicts he will be a Kentucky basketball player, and Kentucky staff has no concerns. It's just been a weird recruitment. Uh, it's been a weird situation with the Donda Academy School and then going to OTE. So we'll see. The good news is if there was one player you probably could afford to lose, yeah, it probably yeah. would be him. But I don't want to lose him. I, I hope that – I hope, and I, I would think that if Kentucky was nervous, they'd be looking at some other avenues. The only issue is it probably would be the transfer avenue, so we wouldn't really hear about that. But that's the good thing is if it does – if it ends up not happening – and he doesn't make it to UK, which it doesn't seem like anybody's predicting that, but Pilgrim's just, I think, opening up the possibility that it could happen, which, you know, okay. He's still not predicting it, though. You can always hit the portal, get somebody with more experience, maybe a great shooter as well, and it could end up being better for UK. But we'll, we'll cross that bridge if we get to I mean, it. I think he'll be a Wildcat. I think you had to always, like that always had to be an option when the Donnas have fell apart and he went to OT. It just... It's got to. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, no other way around it. So, um, wouldn't be surprised one way or the other. Billy Big Blue says, I am indeed legally blind. I have a good central vision, but I don't have peripheral vision, like shotgun vision. It comes in handy when I watch my Las Vegas Raiders play. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting, Billy Big Blue. Uh, Kirby says, any ha- intel on what happened to Derek Lively? Dude was supposed to be the one that got away in a freak, and he's been Damian Collins, essentially. Well, he's placed for John Shire. Yeah, it is. I thought that dude was going to be bust-proof just with his shot-blocking ability. Like, at a minimum, get out there, block shots, run the floor, catch oops. But it also, and I haven't gotten, I've watched, I don't know, four Duke games maybe, maybe more than that. They've had injuries it may just not be like a good fit where he doesn't have enough spacing, doesn't have a point guard that can get him uh, balls around the rim. That that could potentially be it as well. But no, he he has stunk big time. It's been surprising to see. Uh, he can't he they can't even get him out on the floor. Roush, does Connor Bully give you Bull Allen type vibes, or does this kid actually seem like a starter in the SEC? Um, the yeah, thing Roush. with Bully, he he does have the ability to make some vertical throws. Um, I don't know how well he can drive it, like as far as arm strength-wise for some of those seams or whatever it might be, but Andy's really a lengthy. I'm curious how well he's going to fill in because he's he's pretty gangly right now, um, but he does seem to me as more of a starter than a an, – an SEC Power 5 – I'll just say Power 5 player than uh, more of an – like, like Bo is kind of an air-rate quarterback, smaller guy. Yeah. Um, it was just, it was going to be asking a lot for him. One thing I found fascinating, TJ, Mike and I were talking about their high school recruiting. <laughs> They've had seven quarterbacks signed since Drew Barker started in that Southern Miss game. Mm-hmm. And only two of them have ever started a game. I, cu- I couldn't even think of who the two were either. That is borderline hard to believe. And they both happened this year. Like the fact that UK has been good in the Stoops era. They uh, haven't UK played high school quarterbacks. Have been happy. That is wild. Destin Wade and Kyle Do you think there's any other team in the country that has anything like that in that span? There's I mean, no not, way. not with the success. Because, like, it, I doubt there's anybody that has that just in general where you don't have anybody that you recruit taking snaps starting. It's crazy. It Until this year. Yeah, and it was because of injuries. It was, yeah, it's 
Good point. Sure, Dana O'Neill will be calling NATOs for an anonymous quote on Shire any day now. Great text. Yeah, we'll we'll all wait patiently there. Scoots, if you could build a woman from scratch, what would she be like? Make sure to be really graphic, especially when talking about physical features. That's a good point. Yeah, you're gonna need you to get mm. you into real detailed. I, I'm gonna make this quick, and I'm probably gonna get roasted for it, but not white. Uh, like six foot one maybe, and curvy. Can't believe he actually did it. I didn't know he was going to do it. I'm gonna keep it radio safe, and what? that's gonna be my answer. Give me like a weight range. Um, well, if she's six foot one, she could be 180, 200. Okay. All right. Yeah, a little little meat on her bones. I don't I don't want to I don't want a fence post. You want somebody to cook for you? Exactly. I gotcha. All right, there you have it, Texture. He answered. Oh, you can find, now, if you know that woman out there, send him to Scoots. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Scoots, the Bengals it. take is terrible. They've won the AFC North more than any team in the last decade. Bad playoff spell does not equal not being competitive. Your thoughts? I, don't, I mean, I don't know what else to say. I said what I said, y'all. <laughs> At a very KRC weekend, Nashville native, but I visited the girlfriend's parents in Louisville. I convinced them to try Salsaritas in Middletown with the drive-thru. Then we watched the game while playing some Top Golf, and we stopped at the Middletown Thorntons on the way out of town. Salsaritas has at least two new customers after this past weekend. Woo! Thank you. Good on you. And you got some Top Golf in as well. It sounds like you had a great time in Louisville. weekend. What a Nashville native, what did you think of our fair city? Let it let us know on the text line. And are you going to the game tonight as well? Curious about that. If I lived in Nashville, I'd be at the Vanderbilt game every single year. I kind of wanted to just go to the game tonight, get a hotel room, 9 o'clock. I can't imagine the crowd's going to be amazing. I do hope there's a lot of blue there, though. They could they could use the support, this team, for sure. But thank you for going to Salsaritas. The one in Middletown does have a drive-thru. Hopefully you got the wildly addictive chips, maybe a cheesy, gooey quesadilla, or you went. Uh, you could have gone to the location in St. Matthew's as well. Newly renovated interior, covered patio. They've got it going on at Salsaritas. Download the app. Save time, save money today. Uh, we love that our listeners go and support the places that help support us. You're good. You're a good person. And I'm sure the girlfriend's parents loved you. Do you like her parents? I'm also curious about that. Mm, really need to know more about the parents' mm-hmm. situation. Seems like the momentum is shifting back to UK for Wu Spencer. Looks like UK rolled out the red carpet this past weekend, and the big dog is back in good graces of Chris Vaughn. Roush, percentage chances we get Wu Spencer and Kendrick Gilbert before the signing period ends. Oh, yeah, just another example of Dave Blackford, Louisville 17th ranked accident attorney being horribly wrong with inside info suck at Lackford there's uh, somebody saying Lackford was switching his pick for Wu back to Kentucky but Roush if you didn't hear hour one he is not so optimistic about Wu Spencer I mean I'm just not going to I mean he's still got to visit Louisville this weekend so I'm, I'm going to hold out hope and not do the thing where uh, oh we're getting our hopes up and like the roller coaster ride uh, I'm going to wait and see wait and see this one out Kendrick Gilbert I just don't know if he wants to leave the state of Indiana. Why would he? It's, it's awful. It's a great place to live. Yeah, I just, I just don't get a, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what the deal is with Kendrick Gilbert. It's weird, very bizarre. Texter says, I stayed up to watch the Nevada-New Mexico game, and they call it a BS flagrant and a tied game with 14 seconds left and double overtime to decide the game. Yeah, New Mexico was ranked. They probably won't be after losing last night to Nevada. Uh, I'll have to go back and see what you're talking about. I haven't seen it yet, Texter. But, yeah, officials, they generally stink and usually decide outcomes of games, especially close games. 
a gun fell out of a backpack of a student at Eastern High School, and there's a lot of controversy currently within JCPS. Do you all think every school in JCPS should have metal detectors? Uh, that's wild that a gun did fell out and concerning. Yep. I, should there be metal detectors? Am I, is it weird that I'm surprised? I, I thought there was. I think some maybe do, or I don't. I could be mm. wrong about that. I, I don't know, Plumley bro. You you probably have a better you probably have a better feel of what's going on as a teacher. Pretty sure you're a teacher. Could be wrong about that, but I'm not sure. I need I need to hear more about it. What would it cost? How feasible is it? How also, do metal does it, detectors does it work? Even work? Yeah, yeah it, like I, I'd need to do a little bit more research before giving a take on it. But I'm all for making schools as safe as possible, but it needs to be realistic solutions. The um, the thing that I be good parents too, you know. Yeah, I I, I appreciate that. Starts at home. One of the survey I didn't realize this, but they send surveys to all the teachers, like as a how how are we doing kind of deal. One of the questions is, would you send your kid to JCPS? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Roush isn't a horse guy. He isn't a football guy. One thing he is is a dweeb. <laughs> if Roush and TJ idiots can take care of kids, anyone can. Give Scoots a break. Bet he's an awesome babysitter. Oh, that's a good, yeah. good point. That's, I agree. I agree. Yeah. If we can take care of kids, anybody can. Wipe before you roll the diaper up. Use the diaper to help prevent spreading the mess. Roll the wipes up in the diaper. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. I, I forgot that step. We need to hear more about Cox. Well, after tomorrow, after yeah. tonight's game, we're going to talk a lot about Grady Dick. Mm-hmm. So and Marcus Cox tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dan Mullen, Alabama's next OC. Could see it. Yeah. I, yeah. 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 Texter says Matt Forty or Pat Forty. <laughs> Always good, clean fun. Texter says. Was the house too full on the reboot? Yes, <laughs> it was very full house. Very full. But, you know, housing prices in San Francisco, they had to all just kind of squeeze in together. Yeah. The Mike Rutherford show ad where Eric Wood tells Mike he gave himself the greatest birthday gift by having him on the show is peak Louisville radio. Cracks me up every time. (laughs) Also, affording San Francisco real estate as a TV sports guy. I mean, I know he eventually got promoted to wake up San Francisco. though. And we don't know what his wife did that unfortunately died in a drunk driving accident. Big life insurance policy. Oh, that's probably. Yeah. <laughs> you're laughing, but sadly probably. While well, well, Dave Couillet does his stand-up. <laughs> yeah, what do you think that he charges rent to Dave Couillet? And then Coulier? gets public access TV, <laughs> Ranger Joe. And Jesse is a deadbeat, you know. Yeah, he, he, owns, whoa, he owns a club? He takes, what was it? He the, takes, well, he gets, he gets the club later what on. What was it, the, the, the Rippers Club? Jesse the, and the Rippers. Oh, what was the, the name of the club? But, like, teenagers could go to it, too. Yeah. Which, I don't know how profitable that marketing business strategy is. i got to look it up. Read the next time. Uh, they wouldn't have had to pay rent, though, because they were helping with the girls. The Smash Club. The Smash Club. There we go. That's what they called my dorm in college. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Big Blind made me LOL, says Billy Big Blind. <laughs> I want the Raiders to get Lamar <laughs> or Rodgers. But I'm sure it'll be old man Brady. Going to be hard to make any noise in the AFC for the next decade with all the other elite quarterbacks. If I was a great quarterback, the Raiders would be an appealing option with me because Devontae Adams and some of the other weapons there. But it's just, gosh, the AFC is 
It's tough. <laughs> it that is tough. very tough. Yeah. yeah, I saw Titan fans just being like, we're we're completely hosed. Fun fact, back in the day, they had a coat pile at Vandy games where people would throw their coats during the game. That's true. I do remember that. It's crazy. Uh, Texter says, John here, good morning. Good day morning, everyone. Let's keep this victory train going. I have the Cats winning by 12 and the MVPs Livingston. I hope soon rather than later we get the votes we deserve and find the Cats back in the rankings. We'll got to go talk to you later. Uh, the receiving votes, you have a 2-0 week this week. You'll be right on the edge of the top 25. Maybe inside at 24, 25, but probably most likely like 26, 27. Uh, and that's fine. You know, just keep winning and everything else is going to take care of itself. So Scoots wants to hook up with Serena Williams. I, I responded back, said precisely. <laughs> no wonder Scoots got out of Pekin. I don't think that lady lives there. <laughs> I can confirm. Isn't Scoots like 5'2"? Does he want this wo- to be this woman's lapdog, get tucked in her purse? Yeah, exactly. That's, I, Scoots wants to be uh, treated well. I'm 5'6", oh, on, a, on a good day. Man, 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 that's just good stuff. Uh, all right, hey, Roush, you got the point last week for closest to the yeah. score. Yeah. You have one. He, you had a seven-point margin. He had an eight-point margin. Oh, my god! I thought so I won that. Congrats to Roush yeah. there. Uh, I'll take MVP with Reeves because he was dominant. So, suck it. We all get a point on Scoots there, but Scoots still winning. Seven points to six points to one point. Let's make our predictions and MVP. Scoots, you get to go first. I, I think the Cats win big tonight. I think it's like a 78-62 to 62 type of game, and I'll take Oscar. Okay, smart to go that. I'm going to take Vanderbilt in a close one. I think it's a just Cats may be due for a bad free throw shooting night. I'll take Vanderbilt. 66 to 65, and I will take the MVP being uh, that one guy that I mentioned earlier. That's the shooter, but I'll, I'll, uh, what was it? Stutt? Stutt? Yeah. Stutt? Mm-hmm. Stutt? Stutt? Yeah. I'll take him as the MVP for, for the Commodores. Roush? Who is your MVP, Scoot? He took Oscar. She okay. <laughs> um, very smart. I'm going to say that this is the game that CJ finally uh, starts knocking down those open shots. They've been all over the place. Love he it. finally gets hot, and the Cats win uh, 81 to 75. Love it. I hope you both are very, very right, and I hope that I am very, very wrong. And you took CJ as your MVP. Enjoy the game tonight. It's a late one. Get your coffee or whatever you need, five hour energy. You can always find those things at Thornton's, and we'll be back 7 a.m. tomorrow to talk all about it. Go, Cats. Enjoy the game. We'll see you on Wednesday. This is Kentucky Roll. Go, go.